Welcome to Line 42, a podcast on web development and ways to improve it. And now your hosts, Dino and Igor. Welcome to episode 11, Defining Your Hourly Rate. Hi, Dino. We have worked together in a company and that company actually defined our first hourly rate. Uh, yeah. And that was, uh, I mean, I can say it was around four, $4 or something like it that. It was yeah, taxes. Really, <laughs> yeah, really, really low and funny, but it was a start. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Go start with what sure. you, what you so, can. So, yeah, I, I wanted to tell that uh, when, you, when you're starting out, uh, I mean, the job market in a way will define your hourly rate, at least the base of it, because when you are starting out, e- similarly to, to development, you don't know everything. So definitely, mm-hmm. and, uh, and something like an hourly rate doesn't come to your mind uh, at the beginning. You just want yeah. to learn to code, right? So it comes when you are actually looking for a job. And for me, I, I, when I looked at the job, it was just to get a job, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to find a job and being at, at a developer position. So I was lucky enough that that company invited both of us there at the mm-hmm. same time. And that was around, I don't know, uh, five, $500 a monthly salary or something after taxes and stuff like yeah, that. But living in croatia that was it's it's not perfect but you could at least pay your bills right for for your first job uh, like we were fresh out of college so you could say it's it was it was a normal situation back then but now i think or i know things are changed pretty much yeah even in croatia it's impossible to have so such such low salary now in in tech i mean in other (laughs) in, in other fields yes Okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry, go on. No, that, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's what I wanted to say. So basically, yeah. uh, basically the job will, will tell you your first hourly rate in a way, yeah. unless you start freelancing from the beginning, which I wouldn't actually recommend. Uh, I would always recommend finding first a job, but at least spend at least a year there, learn all kind yeah. of things that require you to work uh, yeah. that that are required such as an and marketing and sales and working with yeah. the team because even as freelancer you will always work with a team so that's yeah. that's an important piece of of knowledge that you'll get from a job but then yeah. uh, uh when at least both of us uh when we were working at that job, after I think a year, we started actually looking for some uh, side projects and side yeah. jobs, right? So yeah. that's when we actually started to think in a way of hourly rates. Although uh, I can, I must say that I didn't actually when we priced uh, a project, it was just a random value. For me, mm-hmm. at least, I, I mean that that should cost I don't know uh, two hundred dollars, which is a simple mm-hmm. landing page that we did, for example, yeah. for another company. 
Yeah. So we, I mean, when you're starting out, it's it's really hard to define an hourly rate. So it's really important to define your starting point, right? Yeah. So yeah, sure. Uh, that's what I also wanted to talk to you about how to to define your starting point. Like, uh, are you going with your job hourly rate? or not or what are the ways for me it was uh in a way that i wanted a quick at, at those first first side projects we did first i wanted a, a quick flow of money for us mm. and then what i don't know what 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 was the number that we wanted uh to at least earn something right we didn't actually want to work for nothing so when we defined that that part of the project as a value uh it was in a way um how would say uh it it was in a way that it won't mimic our full monthly salary but it will be a nice addition to it mm -hmm. right so uh, i guess we if i remember correctly we used i don't know 20 percent of our monthly salary and use that as a project well as a value of the next project which was similar to what we did but of course you know in a small scale yeah yeah i think all, all uh, that you're saying makes sense from my perspective for sure as well and uh, but yeah I, i'm thinking now on, on defining the starting point i think uh, this can be done now when i look when, now when i look back uh, when when i was in 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 that situation this didn't uh, occur to me or didn't uh, it wasn't a possibility but what i mean is uh, how to define your starting point i think that depends on where you are uh, your market uh, let's let's stick with croatia for example if, we, if you're in croatia we're uh, looking for a job the best way would be to at least know a, an idea how many uh, how much freelancers or companies even are, are charging so of course uh, companies uh, almost always uh, offer full support uh, 24 hours a day availability if if it depends on the contract for sure but they have more manpower and they can do that and with that and also they have uh, they're uh, they're known about they they have a certain reputation which you don't have when you're starting out so all that is for sure um, all that for sure means that their price will be high and if you know that if you if you happen to know that somehow but when, when we were starting out i didn't have had any idea how our companies how much is charging yeah. later on i I'm, when when i worked on, on on many projects in that company i i could get a sense of how uh, how 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 much they charge but if you have at least an idea let's say uh, that hour of development costs 500 uh, kunas or that's in euros let's say uh 40 euros let's say for the company and you know how much uh, freelancers are charging maybe 20 dollars and you can find the middle there maybe yeah. as, a, as a starting point so i'm saying this if you know that if you if you have resources to find that out that you can uh, define hourly rate like that but also i think it's it's a good disclaimer here that uh you uh, you need to be confident at least 
in your ability to, to work. I wouldn't suggest somebody to 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 add such hourly rate without much experience. And that's what 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 of you're course. mentioning. We we were we were defining our rates uh, in an intuitive way when we yeah. for our first side project like that because that's made that made sense to us. We didn't know anything about the market or the industry to be honest or anything. So yeah, we, we, we used our that. our salary as as a point of reference. Yeah. And then we kind of reverse engineered the price that we should charge. But yeah. uh, when defining a starting, a starting hourly salary, salary, and that's why I want, uh, I said that it's good to have a job first. So yeah. you take that salary that you have, you get after taxes, right? At least for us in Croatia, you just get the, that, that part. You don't know. I mean, you don't Gross. actually I mean, you, care you, you could, in a way yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you take that hourly rate you're paid there and then multiply it by, I don't know, uh, if you're starting low, if it's a low uh, hourly rate, then multiply it at least by two. Mm -hmm. That should definitely be. And for us, I actually, so for us, it was a four four dollar an hour mm -hmm. and then when i got on upwork i immediately put it there to 20 dollars per hour when i started out yeah. because also upwork takes its portion so yeah. from the that 20 i got 16 so that's i don't know what it's a, like a four multiplier yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's it, definitely anyone that starts out it should should spend some time to see their starting point and research as you said research the market and find out how others are charging and also take your experience uh, into account yeah. into account there as well yeah yeah uh, yeah and, and and just one point that for for example when when i started serious i mean serious when i when i started freelancing in 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 more frequently uh at first you could say that i didn't even define the hourly rate somebody else defined it for me and mm -hmm. i just agreed so let's say i i, I worked with a more experienced senior developer or architect even and 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 he asked me do you what do you say i uh, i don't know 30 dollars uh, uh, uh per hour what do you think and i said yes oh yeah I, that feels that sounds great and th that is also a possibility and i think that's when you're junior and when you're just starting out that's most likely what will happen somebody will yeah. propose something to you and, and that's actually a great yeah. point that's yeah. definitely a great point when you're starting out and you want to define your hourly rate check on such offers because some mm -hmm. jobs will have already in their job description a range of hourly rates they will pay you right yeah so yeah. that's that's actually a really good point because and that, that's also another one if you, you you might thought that you should work for i don't know 20 dollars an hour and then someone says to you hey uh, can you come work with me i'll pay you 30 dollars and you are like wow i mean that's that's awesome. I can actually work for even higher hourly rates. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. will definitely happen. For sure. And yeah. uh, also, I wanted to talk to you when we are speaking with uh, we are speaking about hourly rates. Uh, 
Mm. Uh, there are also, of course, pros and cons of that, right? Sure. Because yeah. hourly, as it says, it's a time-based rate. Mm. So you, uh, you will be paid for as much time as you will spend on that project work and stuff like that. Mm. So that's definitely a pretty, pretty big uh, minus on working with uh, hourly rates. Yeah. While the benefit yeah. when working with hourly rates, there will be no such things where a client goes to you and, hey, can you just fix that? You're fine because you'll just start the timer and you're working it. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it's it's as always our subject here is uh, here I are always something that's it it uh, leads me to to thinking and now now that and it's not easy to answer that's why we, it's it's like a, uh, that's why we 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 pick those subjects because it's it's something to to talk about and uh, here. Uh, it's it's really uh, because I worked in both uh, in both ways. Uh, when you have a fixed rate and you miss uh, miss uh, estimate, it's harder to 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 recover from that. Uh, scope creep is is crazy. Then you say I don't know. I will do it for three thousand dollars, and then you find something really nasty to fix. And if you don't have a good uh, negotiation skills, I'm not sure if you you will probably need to do all that for for that amount that you that you picked. But with hourly rate, it's it's easier to say I I need 24, 25 more more hours. It's it's something like that. It's it's but in you could say also that it's the same. It's yeah. you need to negotiate in in both cases. But in my experience, I found that uh, working with clients that work in that way, that pay by by hour, it's easier to do that because, for example, on on Codable where it's a fixed rate, I mean you do estimate, you do estimate how how it goes. But sometimes, as with with everything, it it happens that you miss your estimate. And in most cases, I would, uh, I, what I did was to finish everything. To, to for yeah. so that the client gets what he needs and that codable uh, and me has um, a reputation in uh, intact but uh, yeah it, it happens but when i working with some other clients that that are paid per per, per hour uh, in many cases i was i was able to to just keep continue working and build more hours and nobody complained you know you know what i mean yeah. so it's but with that, as you as you said, there are a, a lot uh, some uh, disadvantages for sure, because when you when you're working, you need to account for every hour in in and you need to um, uh, link that hour to some task and so on. But when you're when you when you're working for a fixed project, you don't have to do so. You could say it's it's more administration work when you are working by hour because you need to keep track of everything. And if you're a bit disorganized or something, you will. Uh, probably damage yourself the most which i did sometimes when you when you don't track hours it's late it's friday you need to go home you know you have, want to do something else and you forgot to 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 write a note about i don't know four hours debugging on friday afternoon yeah. and when you need to send your invoice you don't have that and that's that's also a big a disadvantage yeah, because uh, when when you have a fixed rate you you just work and that's it yeah and also we talk about that privately as well another one is the imposter syndrome that comes in and you like mm -hmm. you you've worked and worked and work and then it says i don't know 10 hours mm -hmm. 
and then the important syndrome will cut, will might kick in, and mm -hmm. you will say, "Man, uh, th that should have been six hours." Or Two five. hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, no, I think I, I'll just note it down as six hours. But you actually yeah. spent ten hours because in those four hours uh, you read the documentation, you browse some other solutions on the internet and stuff like that. But you thought uh, I shouldn't maybe charge that. And then you're actually hurting yourself. So that's another one. And when you're doing fixed yeah. estimates, that's it. I mean, you can spend it the time however you want. The mm -hmm. only thing that's important that by the date you said it will be done, that's done. And that's it. Yeah. And But of course, when and i'm doing that even now uh, i'm using the hourly rates to actually create fixed estimates and mm -hmm. i i will start that also by working in on codable and that's where i was actually first met with those fixed estimates and how to calculate that with your hourly rate and stuff like that yeah so what i do there uh I use my hourly rate, for example, and that's I think it's a it's kind of a good way to create fixed estimates when you need with your hourly rate. Mm -hmm. So you use your hourly rate, you go, of course, through all the specification, you write down the numbers you think you will uh, you will have to do. Then you'll write down numbers what if I missed. And what, what if I miss something and what are the worst case scenarios? Like, I don't know, uh, some APIs are totally different that you thought it, they would be and stuff like that. Then you write that down. So example, I, for an example, I know, I think this will take me 10 hours of work. The worst case scenario is 50 hours of work. And then, and the best case scenario is five hours of work. Mm. I don't know. And then you, you get there and there is a formula. I think it's the uh, worst case plus best case uh, plus the best case. And then the one in the middle that you think is the most realistic, you time that by four and divide all by six or something like that. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll note down in the notes of this podcast, I, I'll note down the, uh, the technique. It's like mm -hmm. a three-point estimate technique or something like that. Yeah. And then you get an average number of hours. It's not an average, but like the best possible yeah. that will take into account everything. And then on top of that, I also add a 20 to 30 percent buffer. Percent buffer. Yeah, if, yeah, if it's if I think the project might be a risky one, because uh, that will cover all those long nights or yeah. weekends or I don't know other stuff that. Or, or the days off I will have to take after the project is done because I might be too, too yeah. stressed after it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but estimates are, are uh, for sure a subject we will have on, on this podcast in some other episodes because they are both key and really interesting. And it's, it's the art of estimating, you could say. But I, I also uh, like to take a similar approach as you. And... Uh, uh, I also remember there is a clean coding um, uh, series. I, I forgot how, 
how it's how the creator is called but it's really famous programmer and he said his ways of estimating so you double when you understand everything you and you for sure understand everything you have at the specification client is understanding client will provide you with you in that case you you double what what you what you thought but if you don't understand some parts or the client is hard or is something is not yet yeah. known there's some risk up to six times up to six six x <laughs> uh, he, he that's what he's he's saying i i never i i've never done that <laughs> to, yeah to, but you, uh, to increase that i i understand that right i yeah. mean we all dealt we have dealt with different type of clients and different type yeah. types of uh projects so sometimes I would be really happy to have charged six times. <laughs> for number. me too, me too. I, I completely agree. And uh, and but I think in uh, what what the author of that course said, uh, I think uh, is that uh, sometimes the company or the developer is uh, has a re responsibility in the contract where he's really responsible for first for for the estimate that it will be somewhere around there and maybe some other it depends on the, on the on the job and in that case i understand this for sure i mean yeah. if you don't know everything and somebody will blame you or or of course or or, or feel that you are responsible you need to cover cover yourself before even starting yeah. on that job so if, if it ends ends up it is six times uh yeah, uh, yeah yeah but 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 uh, in freelancing we are we are working with uh, with money estimates you could say i think this more applies to to est time estimates in some sprints and so on uh, where where you uh, where you want a time estimate where, when something will be ready this is more for product uh, um, yeah product product business. product business yeah yeah. yeah sorry i digressed here <laughs> no that's, no that's 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 actually yeah true uh because in in most of the projects i mean yeah we work with clients that are in a way agency and agencies right and stuff like that yeah. so they hire us per hour but they mm. need to do those fixed ex estimates right mm. or mm. or if i mean there are always fixed estimates but some some agency will tell the client their clients okay this you have i don't know you have provided us with three new tasks and then for each of that of those it will take x a number of hours mm. so and if i i don't know if i as an agency bill uh 100 an hour this will take us 10 hours that's thousand dollars and mm. then the client will pay a thousand dollars and if it for our if for our developers it it takes uh, i don't know 12 hours that's on us that's on the agency right yeah. so that's that's another way uh, to look at it as well but also an important thing is because we will all, all i think every every freelancer when starting out it he, this can be experienced and that's it that's mm. the the situation when you are working long nights because of some uh projects etas that were 
that were negotiated earlier and negotiated before you actually have seen the whole specification and then you will you will work long long hours and you need to have that in mind when you think about your hourly rate if a client calls you at night or you have to work on the weekend you will never feel fine but for what number it will be easier to to do that and and say and say and you can say to you well at least they pay me this amount yeah. of money right and that yeah, yeah you you know that when you get that number right it can be 30 dollars were starting out it will be 40 it can be 100 i don't know but that number that will keep you in a way sane uh, when you have to deal with such stuff that's your hourly rate but of course be realistic don't go we all would like to work for thousand dollars an hour <laughs> that's not possible yeah, yeah be, be realistic but it's it's a it's a wooden medal you could say in that situation when you're when you need to work on the weekends as uh, this happens but if you're paid good then you're happy i agree with that for sure you have at least a little satisfaction there yeah i mean you, you oh. in a way you you know why you work for them yeah for what you're work, working then right mm. and what do you think when or how let's let's talk about when first so when should a freelancer think about raising their prices yeah, I, I think that depends on many situations. Inflation is one for sure. So it could be uh, environmental influences that 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 lead you to, to to such decisions. But in in most cases, those are when you when you it, it's tied to what we just talked about. If if you feel that um, you are contributing a lot and you you're putting a lot of effort and and you you see at least I, i'm speaking from my experience when i was more proficient in what i was doing and knew of and was able to 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 suggest something to the clients to be like a mentor also and not only only a, a, a developer or worker and in those are, are some of the the points that that led me to to to, to increase the hour rate i i mean also it depends on 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 the clients if you have some great new clients that that are paying really good it's natural that you will try to to get raised it, it depends on 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 many many things but i think uh, in in my uh, sense if you feel you shouldn't feel um uh, that you are not paid enough because that will acu accumulate and and create burnout very soon i mean if you if you feel that you're not paid enough i i give a year at most to, yeah. to, to a developer before he's he 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 starts to feel like shit on 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 on, on work and even if if he love uh, loves what he is doing it's it's some always something back in the back of your mind that's that's saying you you're yeah. not paid enough when you first so uh, i just i had an insight when you first get that sense or oh, maybe i should get a raise you should start planning and and yeah, thinking about that in right. in real sense so yeah 
Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you also want to be in a way respected for your knowledge, right? Yeah. So definitely, uh, of course, you can't r raise your hourly rate indefinitely. Like indefinitely. Not, <laughs> indefinitely, yeah. it's not possible, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe you have, I don't know, a goal to have, let's say, sixty hours dollar, sixty dollars hourly rate. Right. So that's your goal. But you are now working at, let's say, 35. Right. Yeah. So first, you need to think about what you bring to the table. Are your skills good enough for $40? Right. So yeah. you increment it by five or something like that slowly. Don't just say, man, I want my my hourly rate increased by $30 which for them will their budget is not planned for and stuff like that so no. <clears throat> definitely you need to think about that so and with years gone by for example I I requested a raise and I got it thankfully but I requested it after uh, four or five years working with with that company yeah. So it's it's not like I I was there six months in and then I just I want to bigger raise. So I I wanted to prove myself in different areas. Of course, you can prove yourself in within two years, no doubt. And if it's a lower hourly rate, you should raise it definitely. Uh, but yeah, I think I've proven myself, and then. Uh, it's also an important part when if you're working with mm. agencies, not some regular, some one-off clients and stuff like that, but with agencies like you and I, where we are working for years already with them. Yeah. Uh, you need to plan when to actually ask for a raise. And usually all those agencies and stuff like that and big companies, they have uh, budget planning near the end of the year. So let's say November, December, they will have, they will start planning the budget that they will use for the next year. So you should ask for a raise it somewhere, start at least starting, start to do that and mentioning it somewhere around September and October. So if they are willing to, they will include you there and you will discuss it. Of course, there it won't be just, okay, right? We'll raise it. No, there will be discussions, probably a few emails for them back. Sure. But if they are willing to, then they will be able to do it. But if you ask them about an hourly a raise in March, you won't get it until the next year. <laughs> so, yeah. and they will forget about it, right? Yeah. So, and... And also then I want also to talk about how to raise your rates. It's not just, I need my, my money. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want that hourly rate. No, you have to, as we said already. So you need the experience first. Then you need to present yourself to them and not I'm awesome, I can do that and that. No, you need to present them what have you done for them in this past year, two or so far, five yeah. years, right? Yeah. So you need to, everything, we worked on that. I helped you increase this. 
I jumped on on weekends. I I don't know. I stayed up late in my time zone for a few I don't know uh, production uh, stuff or stuff like that. Yeah. So you need to present it in a good way, how you help them, so you can even increase your value in their eyes, and and also. Uh, I lost. I lost my thought <laughs> right now. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I mean, you can, <laughs> you can you can continue. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? And I can maybe come back. With yeah, I, I think those are really really great points. So it's not only it's not only that uh, you should think uh, when you feel it's ready. Uh, you should also plan in, to do it in 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 a in a right. Uh, uh, time of the year and as you said end of the year is most likely uh, the thing, thing to do and how it yeah that's that's a great subject uh, it, it ties to many other uh, aspects of life and character and so on it's so for somebody it's harder for somebody it's easier it, it depends for for most developers uh, I, I'd say it's changing these days, but there are still a lot of introverts amongst developers. And with that, so you don't like to talk about yourself that much. You don't like to brag so on and, and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's what you need to do in, in some way. So uh, to, to, to get raised, but uh, I, I'd say when, when, if you're like that, I'd say that you need to take a data-based uh, approach, like, as you said, I did this, 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 this for you. I just mentioning because maybe you're not aware of it. I just want to remind you what I've done in this last year. Let's say most companies have the yearly review where you even must keep track of everything that you do yeah. and then then say your accomplishment because in larger companies for sure nobody will pay attention to you you will not be that important to them you need to do that and then report what what are your accomplishments in small private companies like like where we worked it was obvious if somebody uh, like you and i um we you could say we we worked on many projects and it was natural that that we are recognized and yeah uh, uh, yeah so uh so how to do it yeah it's 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 hard but you need to if if you decided to do so i think you need to even f fake it till you make it in confidence <laughs> terms i i mean if you don't feel confident enough but you're sure that you you're you're worth uh, you deserve that that hour rate you, you can just pretend that you're confident and prepare be 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 well prepared for for that uh, yeah. so that you don't because you will fear you will feel anxiety or i don't know fear when you're doing it it's it's completely natural so i i, I remember when i uh, had that talks i would i would do it exactly that i would um, try to 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 back my uh, my uh, my request with the data and and then i would also say just be humble and uh, be honest and yeah that's it and uh, i actually recalled what i wanted to to say as well. Yeah, go ahead. So um, another important thing is present. If you are, let's say, for us as contractors, we we are usually working on with multiple clients. For example, as WordPress developers, we are on Codable, right? 
Encodable has a minimum hourly rate. I don't know what's today. It's about $80 or something like that. So I actually use that data as well. So when I sent the email, I also like listed all other platforms where I work or agencies for whom I work and listed my hourly rate there, which is, uh, which was different from, I don't know, from their hourly rate, where from my hourly rate with them, yeah. it was a difference of somewhere even $15 or 20. So that's yeah. a big, big difference, right? But I actually like the company or I like the culture. Uh, and, I, and I knew they couldn't just increase my hourly rate by $20, just like that. Be yeah. Even so, because the company has been moved from different CEOs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but with that data, when you present it like that uh, and you say, okay, I work here and here and here and here for this hourly rate, for this, for this, for this. But I don't want to lose the position here. I don't want to leave mm. this job. I just would like to increase my hourly rate just by this amount. Or you, I'm fine with increasing this from this to this. I don't know, from $50 to $70. No. I'm fine with the minimum and the max. Of course, the company will choose the minimum, but yeah. with that range, uh, they will they will see that you are paid even more somewhere else. So you are definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. And and I have one more point regarding that. I uh, just what you mentioned now that uh, company will always take the minimum, which is true for sure. And I uh, one piece of advice also that that I. Uh, learned maybe recently only is you always ask slightly slightly bigger um, rate than you know you could get so if you, if you think $60 is, is realistic ask for 65 yeah. and the worst thing that could happen is that you get 62 or even 65 for example when I asked for a raise last time it, it happened like that I just asked something um, uh, that uh, I more that than, than I had in mind, but the client agreed to that, and that that was also good information for me. So th this means okay, they really seem to be happy with with my work if they uh, yeah. if they or maybe I was too mo too modest or too uh, I don't know maybe imposter syndrome kicks kicked in there. It could also be a symptom yeah, of that. Yeah, of course. Of course. It could be a symptom of that, that you just didn't uh, value yourself enough. But in most cases, it's a symptom. Or you could have asked more. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That you could, one possibility is that you could, you could ask more. And other one is that yeah, they are really happy with, with you and they just agreed because yeah. companies do tend to, to negotiate that. If you ask for 65, they will say, okay, 65 sounds great, but I think 62 is more. Yeah. Uh, is better for us. It's it's most most uh, likely what they will do. Yeah. yeah, just wanted to mention that. I mean, this was a great talk. I mean, yeah. and at first we didn't know if we can even talk about that. Like, yeah. But then, <laughs> as, as with any topic, I mean, this this is a great talk. I hope it will help someone to define yeah. their hourly rate or even increase it. I don't know. 
So yeah, if you have anything else to share or I think we're uh, for today, yeah, I maybe I only have uh, one thing that I, I'm just looking at, uh, at my screen now. So for, for this past week, I started to using a, a Rise. Uh, it's called Rise IO application, which tracks everything you do on, on, on the computer. And I used similar stuff uh, and didn't didn't uh, found it useful or so on. But these days when I'm really in a, in a time rush, you could say, it's worth knowing how my days are spending and how much yeah. I'm working. It's, it's really useful. I, I'm not using this for client charging or something like that, but just when I'm finished with the day and I see, let's say that I was 12 hours in front of the computer, I know that this is too much. You, you, yeah. you shouldn't spend that much time. And th that will be in my mind for tomorrow and it's really useful. So I uh, and is it yeah. is it just pay a paid only or is it also free? Yeah, it's a it's a paid only, but it has a free trial of fourteen days, and there are other similar applications. This one I I I saw somebody referring, yeah. somebody was mentioning that, so I, I tried, but I, I I really think I will. It's fifteen dollars a month, something like that, and I really thinking about uh, taking it because it's sure. it it yeah. 15. I mean, sure. If if yeah. uh, I actually had a tweet, uh, I don't know, a few days ago, where I said, "We freelancers, we have an hourly rate." I don't know. It's it's an, and then we we look in, 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 at an app like fifteen dollars a month and stuff like that, yeah. which is a month, and we month, earn yeah. that within an hour, uh -huh. right? But we won't spend that money to make our life better. No. <laughs> but at the end of the year, we'll take that $15 that we didn't pay. We'll apply a tax rate to that, multiply it by 12 and pay to the government. Yeah. Because there was no in investment with that. So definitely, yeah. if it helps you or other tools, why yeah. not? I mean... You yeah, can yeah, always cancel it later if, if you think for it's, sure it's not working for you. For sure. I, I'm taking a rule. If, if it really helps me, I, I feel that it helps me. It's it's worth a uh, pay. Of course, this also, uh, if something is super expensive of or course. it's a status symbol, I, 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 I don't endorse that. But this stuff like this uh, and learning, I have, I'm, I'm subscri subscribed to so many code learning platforms that I don't have time to watch, but I, I yeah. lo love to contribute also in that way. Uh, yeah. Even uh, and that's even, also another way of using yeah. your hourly rate, right? If you, I don't know, work for, uh, let's say now, $40 an hour, no. you know that $40 an hour. And then if you have a few apps that are $10 per month, you have 40 apps and that's just an hour of your time and you, yeah. and you get it for a month right yeah so that's also yeah. another way to define you your hour rate yeah. <laughs> defined by the apps you want to buy <laughs> you want to buy yeah. or or courses you want to take yeah yeah <laughs> and you you do you have anything uh, uh no, for this not, week? not nothing in, in particular no no i oh. i just spent a lot of time on twitter trying to get my follower count up but that's that's all no, nothing, nothing and special for now. It's, it's going well. You are, yeah. Uh, you are, it's yeah. it's going pretty good. The growth slowed a bit, but by tracking the the past month, 
and the current status of of my growth it's somewhere there so i might all again hit uh, 200 followers uh, this month as well but i'll cool, see cool. yeah awesome awesome i think that's that's all right i yeah. hope you my, our listeners as i said before learn something i hope someone will raise their rates after this yeah this talk and talk to you next week yeah thank you Igor, and thank you listeners bye thank you for listening Bye-bye. watch for bugs on line 42